Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> Yeah, go on then. Let's have it. Well, you've you've all asked for it, guys. You've asked when oh bad movie dear bad movie cult. When oh when are you going to do a superhero film? All these Marvel ones that have come out, the amount of times people have said, <laughs> Oh, you know, people in conversations to me when I mention that we do a bad movie podcast. Oh, you know what is a bad one? The winter soldier in the face of nothing. <laughs> it does sound pretty good actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said, Alright then. We will do a superhero one. So we're doing this. So fuck you all. (laughs) An ancient Aztec legend tells of a god who descended to earth from the stars at the dawn of time and became the father of the first Puma man. The Puma Man. The Puma Man. The Puma Man. We must find him and kill him. You must obey me. I will destroy your powers. Ah! I will destroy your mind. You belong to me now. I kill him, Dr. Gold! Calm yourself. If you go, you're lost. They'll kill you. What do you want? The gold mask. Oh, incredible. The Puma Man. I've contacted Tony Thorns. There's a high probability it's him. What's your plan? To follow them until I find out where the mask is. Yes, it's the 1980 film Puma Man. <laughs> the Puma Man. Not just any Puma Man. It's directed by Alberto Di Martino. It's an Italian-American hybrid. Yes, a hybrid of a puma and a man. <laughs> Although I don't think there's a puma in this film at all. There's barely a man. <laughs> How dare you? Donald Pleasence is in this. That's true. We've got Pleasance. That's all you need sometimes, because that's pretty much all we've got. All you need is Pleasance should be a, a bad movie called T-shirt. I'll get on it. It cost me a fortune and we'll never sell any. <laughs> he plays Cobras. <laughs> Co- Cobras. Yeah, great name. Cobras? Uh, yes, yeah, mo- multiple Cobra. Donny Cobras. What a great name that is. That's a better name than Cabras. Yeah. He's writing it down for the pitch. (laughs) I tell you what, I love the way he looks in this. His his outfits are superb. 
You've got Walter George Alton as Professor Tony Farms. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> Does he? Does Tony Farm? Tony Farms slash Puma Man. Sorry, Puma Man. Oh, dear. Miguel Angel Fuentes. <laughs> Brilliant. Is Vadinho. Tell me it's not so, Vadinho. <laughs> you stare that all the time. <laughs> and then Sydney Rome plays Miss Jane Dobson. Obviously, Donald Pleasance from the Bond films. He was in the Halloween series, Great Escape, Prince of Darkness. More about him on our Halloween episode if you can be bothered to check it out. Yeah, it's, it's just the four and a half hours long. So. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Pleasant cites this as one of the worst films he's ever made. <laughs> and he was in those um, Halloween sequels. Yeah, yeah, he was in Halloween 5, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is weird, though, uh, that they got him. Yeah, this. it is, yeah. <laughs> well, he'd just done Halloween, hadn't he? Yeah. He was doing Halloween 2 at the same sort of time. Yeah, very unusual. Got a plot for you, Ken. You ready? Have you? Yeah. Yeah, I can say, because I watched it. I couldn't find one. So go on, then. What have you got? In a world... Beautiful. Thousands of years ago, aliens visited Earth and fathered the Puma Man. (laughs) (laughs) A man-god with supernatural powers entrusted by a gold mask with the ability to control people's minds. Why? Which... Oh, sorry. In present-day London, falls into the wrong hands. Oh, man, why even create it? It's a tale as old as time. Yeah, why create that? What's, what's the purpose of it? The mask. Absolutely yeah, I mean, no what's purpose. the purpose of having a mask that can control minds and then just leaving it somewhere else? Because putting Donald Pleasance up against a fucking puma is a very <laughs> short film. <laughs> Um, did you know that pumas can fly? Yes. Well, only because of this film. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I learned that from this. It's actually quite, quite uh, entertaining yet educational. Did you know that pumas, when wearing their utility belt, <laughs> like to slip into a soft moccasin? <laughs> and pumas can just like vanish into the floor and appear nearby elsewhere. Yeah, from the floor. Like teleportation. We won't even get started on the tan slacks. <laughs> this has an IMDb rating of 2.2 out of 10. That might be our lowest. Really? What was Manos? Oh, I get bumped on it because of everyone's like, oh yeah, what an amazing film. Rotten Tomatoes rating of 28%. Nice. Anyway, on to the fucking film. We start off with an ancient Aztec legend, and it tells the story of a god who descended to Earth from the stars at the dawn of time and became the father of the first Puma Man. Mm. How did he do that? Did he molest a Puma? Probably. At the dawn of time. Well, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening (laughs) back then. First thing he saw. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Careful, this cat's got claws. (laughs) We cut to a ball of spaceship. Yes, it's beautiful. The effects in this are amazing. What are your thoughts on the mask, Ken? You did mention it earlier. Uh, it's, it's quite poor, isn't it? It's like, uh, I don't know, sort of thing you'd make with your kid. And a bit of homework. Perhaps, yeah. 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 Just send that in as a project. It's paper mache that's been painted gold, isn't it? Yeah, it's not very good. It's got like gold foil. Yeah, and it's like a, maybe a foot and a half tall. <laughs> it's massive, this <laughs> it, mask. It, it kind of changes sizes, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Depending on who's got it. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I, the best bit about the mask is that uh, Donald Pleasance can hide behind it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which he does a lot, which is great. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's like he's just peeping. It's, he's brilliant. He's just like peeping over at stuff. And then you get the camera shots, like where it goes between each eye hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the Michael Malay, a bit like Halloween. <gasps> Oh my god! Maybe that's where you got the idea. If my it wasn't god. shot years my later, god. <laughs> uh, a, a, a puma is coming to your little town, sheriff. <laughs> uh, we see Jane. Uh, she's giving it a quick once over the mask, and she's deciphering the inscription on the mask. It's of a man with god blood in his veins who comes from outer space, the Puma Man. That is the sixth time since this film started that you've heard the word Puma Man. Mm-hmm. It carries on. Yeah fucking way more she's talking to uh someone just off camera he's got he's in a leather onesie he's got some big shoulder pads who could this be i don't know who it is it's donald, it's donald pleasant. bloody pleasant it's, no way it's what's, co- he, what's he doing dressed like that it's cobras <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is just one of his outfits as well <laughs> what a way to make an entrance into a film dressed like this he's and the, being donald pleasant <laughs> who'd have thought when you saw him like this that this would be the least ridiculous he'd look. <laughs> <laughs> little, little unassuming Donald Pleasance. <laughs> <laughs> With his little egg head just on top of, like, it's like he's on cosplaying as Pinhead. <laughs> yeah, we just couldn't be bothered with the pins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pre-makeup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it turns out that this mask is a curse. Whoever desecrates the human god image will in turn be destroyed. By the living Puma Man. Bloody hell. That's ridiculous, says the... Uh, I think it's the gimp from Pulp Fiction without his mask on. Yeah. I think that's the guy I next to him. Is, yeah. He says it's just a legend. And Donald Pleasance, with his first line that's ridiculous, says, Sometimes there is more truth in legend than in history. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of them, <laughs> doesn't he, where he says something, and you're like, what? Yeah, and everyone's just kind of like, hmm, yes. 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 Although it doesn't make sense. They go, yes, that sounds like it could be real. Jane laughs and says, so the curse can strike you too. And um, Cobras says... Slaps her to the ground. (laughs) Silence! I prefer to to strike first. (laughs) After he hits her to the ground. That would have been a brilliant opening. (laughs) She starts like fiddling with it. (laughs) And it pops open. Oh, how pleasant. <laughs> For pleasant. <laughs> Revealing a little little microchip or something like that in the back of the mask. It's alien tech. It is indeed, yes. It's the like we've never seen before. The li- I only pray we never see again. <laughs> the like of which we've never seen the like of which. <laughs> and Jane wants to instantly inform the press, whereas... Donald Cobras. Oh boy, what a scoop! (laughs) She runs into the phone booth like an airplane. (laughs) And Cobras, he he wants to hide it. (laughs) He always does. And she she goes to leave in order to inform the press, but she's called back and uh, he tells her that her mind will belong to him forever and he's hiding behind the mask at this this point. He first hides behind it, isn't it? Pika bloody boo. Miss Dobson. Your mind and your will belong to me forever. 
Go now and obey. You get the shaky camera, the sound effects, and hey presto, she's his slave. And he sends her off to find a puma man. <laughs> we'll make slaves. Who can stop us? And he's like, oh, oh, hang on, why? Why are we doing this? Is a question <laughs> that's never asked. Yeah. <laughs> but still, obviously, Donald Pleasant, he wants some slaves. Uh, he's going to take over the world, of course. Why not do that? Well, yeah, and I'll tell you who can stop them. Puma man. Oh, my God. We cut to some people being thrown out of windows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the obvious thing he said is uh, uh, we must find him then and we must kill him. That's, that's how we'll deal with Puma Man. And then we can make all the slaves we want and rule the world. <laughs> yeah, and then some people get thrown out of a window. And there's, so someone taking a picture of them. And I was like, <laughs> who is, is this like someone taking a picture as a threat to other people or something? Uh, no, it's just random, isn't it? It's a reporter. Yeah, it's a reporter who's on the spot, luckily enough, to be capturing people flying out of windows <laughs> to their death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as a plan of this uh, people being thrown out of a window thing, it's an incredibly uh, dangerous plan. <laughs> it's murderous, in fact. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's um, it's in the papers, though. Yeah, four Americans. <laughs> it's the fourth American who's been thrown out of a window and in, died. <laughs> yeah, will there be others? <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. It's just like people. It's just like dummies being thrown out of a window. It's great footage. Oh, awful. Yeah, but there's four of them anyway. Four four Americans have died. It says in the paper. Continuing the trend of ridiculous entrances and gear and whatnot. Our hero turns up. He's in a yellow satin tracksuit. <laughs> he is, yeah. He's being followed by a bright red VW camper van. And uh, you hear the theme music for the first time, but it's kind of Game Boy style theme music. Yeah, very much so, yes. But yeah, this is the first of many times you hear the theme tune. And there's lots of coincidences with all the victims, which this uh, Cockney geezer who's driving the <laughs> yeah. cat. I don't know what this guy is. It is, is, it is incredibly specific criteria for <laughs> the people who've been thrown out of windows. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think he's a fireman. Although, what the hell he's doing in this film at all? Isn't I only think this later on that he's a fireman. In the eighties, was it VW camper vans instead of fire engines? I though? think it was. As long as they're red, I think it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone in a red vehicle said all the victims were Americans. All were sons of doctors, and all parents were killed in plane crashes. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredibly specific, isn't it? I believe the chances of dying in a plane crash are one in 11 million. <laughs> How many fucking times? And they found four of them. Of yeah. them. How many of them have now like, got kids? Yeah. And their kids have become doctors and American and living in London. Four. Hey, four of them. Yeah. <laughs> four of them so far. Yeah. I wonder if there's a fifth. Probably not. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He says, like, again, classic banter. He says... Um, I've written classic banter as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If someone throws you out a 30th floor window, what are you going to do? And he says, learn to glide real quick. <laughs> Finger guns. Ba-ba-boom. And off he goes jogging. And uh, there appears to be an Aztec priest, <laughs> as there so often is, just hiding behind a tree. Yeah, he's a very suspicious man, isn't he? But he's, he seems to sense him. He's like the. He's man. not even looking at him, and then he's like, <gasps> and he yeah. looks around and he sees him. He's like, there he is. Look. This, of course, is 
Miguel Angel Fuentes. Yes. Also known as the Mexican Robert Zadar. Yeah, he is. Me- yeah, I thought that. Yeah. yeah what, a, what an enormous face this guy's got. <laughs> yeah. He's an incredibly large face. That mask is obviously to fit him. <laughs> um, it turns out that old old Tony Farms, he, work, he works <laughs> on a great name for a hero. He works at the museum. He's, he's at the National History Museum in London. Mm. It looked like it when mm. he went in. I mean, that's how long it's been since I was there. They actually have the same thing when you walk in. It's the big skeleton. Yeah. It's nice, nice locations. Uh, his boss comes in to bollock him for running around in a silk tracksuit. <laughs> Quite right, too. And uh, he gets a headache. And, and the boss says, are you sick? And uh, he says, no, I get this way when I sense danger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, for fuck's he sake. He says that about three times in the film. Yeah. Everyone asks him if he's yeah. okay. And nobody seems to think, what the hell are you talking <laughs> no about? No one asks any follow-up questions. They're <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> he's like, oh, fucking hell. And he says, you are in danger, in danger of being fired, <laughs> says the boss. And we cut to him at his desk as well, and he looks over, <laughs> and the Aztec priest is just walking around looking at <laughs> shit, like trying to look inconspicuous. Yeah, with that face. With that face and his Aztec fucking <laughs> sleeveless shirt that he's wearing. He sees that Tony's looking at him and then he runs off and Tony gives chase. And uh, my first yeah, laugh... Still for no reason. Yeah. And my first laugh out loud moment is right now when he picks Tony up <laughs> and throws him out the window. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, when you're chasing somebody and you think, I hope they don't stop because they're massive. Yeah. <laughs> well, that happens. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's there thinking, oh, shit. Because <laughs> when he catches him, what's he going to do? He's going to get beaten to a pulp by the bloke. Yeah, but instead, it's worse than that. He just picks him up and chucks him out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the worst effects you'll ever see in a movie. It's green, uh, green screen, and he's clearly just standing with his arms out, <laughs> pretending to fall. Yeah, he's got really long arms as well. Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, he lands okay, um, but there's Aztec in pursuit because just coming around the corner <laughs> running. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's very quick, isn't he? Yeah, he got down there quick. Uh, he ends up hiding in a shed, but um, the, the priest smashes through and he says, You are the Puma Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tony grabs a stick, but uh, as he turns turns back to face him, um, the priest's gone. He's gone. Yeah, he's quite stealthy, to be honest, for such a large man. Yeah, and he's quite effective. I don't really know what the point of having a puma man was. Yeah, no, yeah, he he's strong. He does absolutely him. nothing compared to this Aztec priest. Oh, don't lie to me, Vadino. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Jane, she's back. She sees Tony. He's on patrol with his stick. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he he says, uh, "Tell me, are we meeting in a dream?" <laughs> yeah, she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you talking about now? Yeah, but no, she says, uh, "No, I'm here to talk with you about my thesis on Mesozoic era bullshit." Yeah, and he says, "That's good. I'm a paleontologist. This makes sense to me." <laughs> Do we have to discuss this here? She says, and he says. Is that a proposition? It's like, oh, fuck off, Tony. Confessions of a paleontologist. <laughs> the, paleontolo- the paleontologist diaries. Yeah, cool, blimey, governor. That's a big bone. That kind of thing, you know. <laughs> just like that. Yeah, that's just off the top of my head, that script. 
I'm writing that down, though. You didn't get all the moms listening to this podcast with that sort of talk, Ken. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Shit. <laughs> no, it's... She says, no, it's not a proposition. It's an invitation to my house tonight. And he says, it's kind of the same thing, isn't it, really, if you look at it? <laughs> she says, yes, you're right. I apologise. My dad will be there. He's like, not so... <laughs> a bit weird. Yeah. and I'll bring an Aztec priest, then. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play silly beggars. And some of some of some of his closest friends. He was like, oh. It turns out she lives at the Dutch Embassy or something. Yeah, it's like society all over again. <laughs> uh, it turns out her father's having a party at her house tonight. They live at the Dutch Embassy, and he says, "I'll even bring my ceremonial club," like showing her his stick. And she says, "And I believe this is one of your films, Ken." She says, "Come any way you like." <laughs> and then she says, but come. Yeah. Yeah, that was my second, that was the sequel. <laughs> that was your character name. <laughs> yeah, it was very popular on the circuit back then. <laughs> anyway, she leaves. She leaves after that ridiculous comment. Um, and all watched by an Aztec priest. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't gone at all. His face was still there. She rings pre- pleasants from her car. She's got a, one of those car phones with the attached cord to it. Yes, yeah. Well, you remember it, was, that? it was 1980. She says that um, she thinks that it's him. She thinks it's the Puma man. And uh, she's having him over for dinner. Not like Hannibal Lecter, like just for dinner. What are they discussing? <laughs> Paleontology? I think so, yeah. Boning. <laughs> <laughs> to, the, to the layman. We've got Pleasance and his mate, the the gimp. They're, they're in the lab. Yeah, these all latexed up now again, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, a little like leather, leatherish kind of outfits. Why would they wear those all the time? <laughs> What's the benefit? For comfort. Can you imagine like all you hear is <laughs> as they're walking everywhere. <laughs> again with the squeaky shoes. <laughs> Just fucking sweating all the time. They've got talcum powder, maybe uh, <laughs> shares in uh, Johnson & Johnson. Just chafing. That's why he fucking walks funny. <laughs> uh, Pleasance, he talks to the back of the mask at this point. He tells Jane that he will be at her house, but he needs to dismiss the strangers as he doesn't want any interference. Mm-hmm. So don't invite him then. Invite him somewhere else. Yeah. Just or invite him a different day. And we get some sound effects, and Tony is able to see everything but in red, just like a puma does. It's my note. <laughs> I've actually got first, first of all, uh, with with Donald Pleasance, who I'm called DP, which I'm not really sure that mm-hmm. I like. I don't really like that, but um, <laughs> he's got a little rubber head with some wires attached to it. Oh yeah, it's like flash, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's all that about? I have no idea at this point. And to be honest, we see him later on. And I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's literally got two wires like an old school like uh, yeah. science fiction film at the top of the head, doesn't it? Yeah, just a very small rubber head. <laughs> I don't even know what it's... Like a Thunderbird. I don't even know who it's supposed to be. My God, he's torturing Thunderbirds in there. <laughs> yeah, but that's how evil he is. Him and his latex friend. I did make the point of, I mean, how does just seeing everything in red help at all? Truly, it's worse than just having your normal vision. <laughs> it's because the lights go out. So, you know, he can't see anything at all. Then he can, but it's red. Well, that's just blinking. Can we all do that? <laughs> <laughs> He's putting on a lovely bow tie at the time, isn't he? When yeah. he gets disturbed by the lights going out. And the Aztec priest is back and he says to him, you see in the dark. Yeah, I don't know how he knows that. You fall like a cat. 
Because when he threw him out the window, third floor, you expect some sort of injury. But when he threw him out, he landed so gracefully. Yeah. By gracefully, I mean just just fucking fell over. Just yeah. Like how just, we all just landed. Yeah. Just like like as if as if he was just jumping off a chair off off camera. Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of landing. You know. Doesn't even look that high up, really. Like the way he landed was. I mean, would you really do much damage? Nah. From the third floor. Oh yeah. Oh, okay then. Yeah. Onto grass. You break your ankle. That's true. Maybe yeah. he did. Well, uh, pumas have seven ankles. That's true. <laughs> so, you know, they just use another one. Yeah. He says, you are the puma man. You are the puma man. And he says, no, I'm a madman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll smash your head in if you take one more step. Uh, yeah, he's got this massive dicky bow tie. <laughs> and he's, he's got like a candelabra above his head. Like he's going to attack him with. Yeah, so he looks quite the action hero. And that's literally how he speaks through the whole film. He's such a whiny, pathetic. pathetic, isn't he? Oh, my God. That's what I mean. Why do they even need this idiot? (laughs) uh, The priest says, your father saw in the dark. Your father jumped in the air. Wow. Your father. (laughs) (laughs) What a legend. (laughs) Your father protected my people. And then he goes, my father was a physician. The only people he protected were his patients. And then the Aztec man shows him a picture of Tony as a small child, which he also has himself in a photo frame. Yeah, he's got the same picture. Yeah. yeah. Back then, you couldn't do that. You'd have to like send off for a duplicate. Aztec camera. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. <laughs> That's what he took it with. Yeah, there's an unexpected guitar solo in the, that song by Aztec Camera. Yeah, then you get bollocked at our work for, yeah, yeah, for, for stopping and listening to yeah, it. Yeah, because I didn't expect it. That's what I mean. It's just unexpected. Yeah. Come on, what is it? Um, Westwood to Hollywood. Somewhere in the city. Yeah, that was it, yeah. Yeah, and suddenly there's a guitar solo in the middle of that. You just think, whoa. So like a guitarist was walking past the studio, just popped in, played it. As soon as he was finished, just fucked off. Yeah. That was it. It's only on, like, it's just that little bit of solo, then it's finished. There's no more. And you were sat sitting, staring upwards. Yeah, staring up at the uh, at the uh, speakers. And he was like, you all right? So, yeah, just listening to this guitar solo. That was <laughs> me, supervisor at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, don't try and make me do work. I'm listening to this. <laughs> it's Aztec camera. So anyway, that seems to convince Tony that this man is uh, Aztec priest. <laughs> He's legitimate. In search of the Puma man, and he in- introduces himself as Vadinho, the high priest of the god that came from other worlds. <laughs> it's quite a job title, to it's be honest. Good, He's yeah. doing okay there, isn't he, for himself? And he gave to give him a Puma head belt. This thing looks <laughs> goofy as fuck, doesn't Yeah, it? it's rubbish. Isn't oh, it? fucking hell. You out. get better like wrestling belts for kids. Yeah. You know, you'd be better off with one of them. It's kind of what it kind of looks like, you yeah. know, those like shitty like boxing belts. It kind of looks a bit like one of them. And uh, he says that uh, he will have all the powers of his father and he will teach him how to use them. And uh, Tony actually refuses to wear it, which I thought was fair enough because it looks yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, so I mean, he's actually, got a bow tie, I forgot to say. I don't want this stupid belt to put on. It's funny because he actually does say... Uh, I'm not going to wear this when I turn up at the Jane's house, which is fair enough. Imagine turning up wearing that fucking belt. <laughs> yeah. Hi, t- what the fuck is that? What I'm say. the Puma Man. Hey, rawr. <laughs> <laughs> I can see in red. 
<laughs> yeah, and I, I don't die if I fall out a window once. He turns the lights off and gives Vedino the slip. Does yeah. it quite well, easily. He's, he's already learnt, you see. He can see red and uh, Virginia can't. No. So there you go. The advantage is his. <laughs> he, uh, he does. He says, you need to wear it. So he's like, okay, I'll wear it. And then turns the lights off, leaves the belt, fucks off in his car. He tries to get away, but the car, the back tyres are just spinning in place. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Because, Ken... The Aztec priest Vadinho is holding on to the back of the car. Yeah, this is superhuman strength. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you mean? Yeah, yeah, he's doing it like Schwarzenegger. So, so what again? Why does he need this bloody idiot (laughs) if he can do all of this on his own? Plus, how did he get down there that quick? If he if he's got expert like strength and everything and can see and agility, yeah, yeah, he's also downstairs in exactly the same place and lifting a car up. Yeah, he's better. Yeah. He's better than this fool. I don't even think he's lifting it. I think he's just holding it in he's place. Just holding on. So he must weigh at least like three tons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when he sees that Vidinho's got hold of the car, Tony locks his door thinking that'll stop him. <laughs> yeah. If he's only got that much strength, he'll never get open this door. <laughs> sure enough, he just breaks the, the car door open, gets inside. This is the second Volkswagen that we've seen. And there's more later. They must have had some deal with Volkswagen to... Uh, it was the 80s, very yeah. popular. Very and popular. because it's a Beetle and Vidinho's massive, they're sitting very close to each other in this next <laughs> shot when he's in the passenger seat. Yeah, with his face, they're actually touching. Yeah. <laughs> touching cheeks. He does say not to go to the party, he says it's a trap, and he needs to accept being the Puma Man or he will die. <laughs> Which is a bit harsh, to be honest. And then uh, Tony says, look at my face, do I look like a Puma Man to you? <laughs> Vidinho says, you are the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, we're speaking the truth, man. <laughs> He's speaking the truth. Um, and then I'll first listen to the full theme tune. Let's play it. It's Tony and he's driving around a bit. I'm not sure if he's trying to like scare Vadinho or something because he's like staring at him and Vadinho's just staring back. Yeah, there is a lot of staring going on. Yeah. yeah. They're driving th- through a foggy London town and. Um, yep, Jack the Ripper, he's there. He just he escapes back into the get, shadows. Gets hit by the Volkswagen. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> He actually pulls the car up on a bridge right next to the, the wall there so Vidinho can't get out. And then he gets out of his own car and runs off. Classic. Classic <laughs> yeah. hero. Yeah. <laughs> Vidinho responds by ripping the steering wheel <laughs> off, <laughs> see, off the car. See, he doesn't need help, this guy. <laughs> yeah, and runs after him, but he's lost him. There's no way of finding him now. Tony gets to the party. Um, he still goes to the party, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she introduces him to her father, who introduces him to three other posh-sounding fucks. Yeah. Um, and as they do that, in comes Pleasance. Yeah, thankfully, Donald Pleasance arrives, and what a coat he's wearing. He's wearing yeah. a gold kimono, this by the look of it. This is a beautiful, beautiful jacket. It is. Solid gold, it is. Yeah. Bodyguards in suits around him. Uh, Pleasant stares at the dad for a bit. little brief shot of the Kendall head with wires sticking out of it. Yeah, I, I think that's him, isn't it? Is, it's supposed to be, I, I think. I think it's supposed, it's supposed to, to be, be the dad, his, him. Yeah, I think it's, it's supposed to be his head. It's to show that Pleasance is in control. Yes. 
And the father and his mates, they leave to go and have a, a meeting with Pleasance. Yeah, there is a lot of staring again that goes on during that bit. Yeah, I like that. I'd like to have that picture just on my wall of, of Pleasance just staring at Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have that just for no reason. And people are like, I'd why just like have... to have a picture of Donald Pleasance on the wall. Yeah. He's just, he's, I just love Donald Pleasance. His whole appearance is just scary. Yeah, it's he's great. It's just, just, if he'd ever just played like a pedophile it'd have been the most believable <laughs> thing i've ever seen honestly he's just creepy in mm. everything even when he's the hero like in halloween he's creepy isn't he mm-hmm. even uh, a pretty great escape yeah <laughs> just weird mm. he's great obviously as uh blofeld he's brilliant as well but yeah he's just he's <laughs> just a creepy man Jane asks Tony, what's the matter? When he, he sort of watches Pleasance leave and, and Tony says, I don't know, I get this way when I send some sort of danger. <laughs> Again. <laughs> She's all shut up. And she says, with me, what can be dangerous? And he says, your charm, perhaps. And then kisses her hand. And then she says, a great line here. She says, you're not doing so badly yourself for a paleontologist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course, Ross Geller. Well, he'd be there thinking, why do we get such a bad rap? And he'd, then probably be really sad and funny. Yeah. Uh, only for Chandler to say a quick one-liner and everyone just laughs. Right. <laughs> when she says, you're not doing so badly yourself for a paleontologist, he replies with, because he's silky smooth, mm-hmm. like butter betwixt Pleasance's cheeks. <laughs> That's what he says. Whilst <laughs> taking his leather suit off. That's his reply. He says... Well, I'm from the Neanderthal school, and occasionally my primitive instincts pop up. <laughs> like that. So he hits her over the head, drags her by the hair. <laughs> yeah, rapes her in a cave. The end. The meeting room that they go into, by the way, it's got like pretty much just a wall full of dead animal horns. Yeah, and, and stuffed just, heads yeah, and shit. It's just yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's like the Dutch embassy. It's like what do they do just hunting. It's like where do they get all these things from? They're Dutch. Yeah, it's like the. Uh, <laughs> so you don't have these animals roaming around Holland. <laughs> it's like the Ace Ventura too. You know, when he walks into the um, goes to meet yeah. with the guy, <laughs> yeah. he's like screaming. Yeah, honestly, it's like it's, where do they get all these from? They're the Dutch embassy in <laughs> London. Big game hunting. Yeah, exactly where? In the, the Netherlands. <laughs> London Zoo. <laughs> just, just blow it up. Just blow up the zoo and collect all the heads. Yeah, we get his pleasance. He's in there. He's chatting to the father in a room full of the uh, the heads. And Vidinho, he's peeping at them through the window. Any idea what the hell they're talking about in this scene? Um, Just plans. There's, yeah. there's another meeting later on where they discuss just the meeting that they're in. Yeah. yeah it's just like, well, what are we doing here? Yeah. I don't know. Do you think it's a good idea to have the meeting here? Well, <laughs> it seems okay. Yeah. Yes. And we're all here. Okay, then. It's like, bye then. <laughs> Same time next week. Well, anyway, Orson Wells, he's not happy with it. He stands up and he leaves. And- this is very similar to Space Mutiny, actually. Where somebody just sat in a room where everyone's agreeing, just disagrees openly and says, I don't think this is a good plan. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen? Okay, then, goodbye, you're free to go. We'll say no more about it. He stands up and he says, in the words of Victor Meldrew, (laughs) (laughs) I don't necessarily agree with you. (laughs) Oh, yes, great days. 
I remember a <laughs> classic catchphrase. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with you, he used to say. <laughs> oh, yes. That was a um, another thing from our old world, wasn't it, Ken? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it started with, um, I don't believe you. <laughs> he used to say that that was his catchphrase. Yeah, one foot in the grave we're talking about, Victor yeah. Meldrew. Um, his catchphrase was... So Richard Wilson, was it, played him, yeah. Yeah, Richard Wilson. His catchphrase was, I don't believe it. And uh, Ken and another one of our friends, Jeffsy, would say, I don't believe you. Um, to annoy (laughs) one of our other colleagues. Yeah, who was convinced that we were wrong. No, 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 it was. Definitely, I don't believe you, they used to say. It wasn't. (laughs) No, it was, wasn't it? And he was like, yeah, it was, definitely, yeah. (laughs) And then then Jeff C would be like, what was that? And you'd tell him, and he'd be like, oh, I don't believe you. You'd ask him what the catchphrase was. What was that catchphrase he always used to say? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great days. Just to yeah. the amusement of you two. Yeah, we used to do that. We used to do it around the house. We used to. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. Love, love just getting things wrong for people. They get so angry. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course, it's all on social media. You can do it there. You don't even have to leave your house to get annoying people. Brilliant. Ooh, scathing <laughs> social commentary. Uh, anyway, cut to yeah. And sorry, the the guy he says, uh, "I'm not having this. I'm leaving." Pleasant gets his guards to go and follow him. He, they end up beating him up, taking him away. And uh, the meeting ends with Pleasant saying, you need to go and kill that Tony customer that's just turned up. Yeah, with that, that cretin <laughs> in the stupid bloody bow tie. Uh, cut to um, Jen. What I like that, actually, is he says, you've got to go and kill him. Uh, and he says, okay, well, what if he is the Puma Man? And he says, well, kill him. <laughs> so, you know, best of both worlds then, isn't it? <laughs> so, so, kill him if he isn't. But kill him if he is. Basically, the bottom line of the plan here, what you've got to get, right? If you're only going to write one thing down here, it's kill him. Okay? (laughs) Can't be any easier, that plan. Kill him. Now go and kill him. Well, they don't. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, they should have written it down after all. Jane is saying something absolutely mental when we cut back to her. She says... So dinosaurs came extinct because they no longer knew how to love each other. Is that correct? Yes. And Tony says, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me think he's maybe not actually a professor, to be honest. I don't know if paleontology... Is paleontology the behaviour of dinosaurs as well? Because he wouldn't know that. Surely it's just the bones, isn't it? I know nothing of why they went extinct. I only (laughs) are interested in their bones. I only know that they did. Yes, and that's all that matters. (laughs) And that's what got me my doctorate. (laughs) (laughs) Question one. Are dinosaurs extinct? Yes. Congratulations, Tony. (laughs) Because they don't know how to love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got an extra merit for that that comment. (laughs) He says, I certainly wouldn't want our species going the same way. Well, no. Then she says, that's the best biological blackmail I've ever heard. (laughs) Anyway, they kiss. And as they're doing so, the bodyguards turn up. A big fight breaks out. What do you think to this fight around the house, Ken? It's pretty cool, right? Uh, Around the house kick, you say? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, I I was more interested in uh, the elevator jazz theme tune we got going (laughs) on there to accompany it. It really does... 
Just cry out action, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says action more than this. Yeah, than this music, yeah. And Tony just cowering, running upstairs and shit to get away. Yeah, it does take uh, turn off the lights to give him the advantage. Yeah, Vadinho, he cuts the power yeah, by exactly. hitting it with a brick or something. Yeah, with his head. <laughs> yeah. And this allows Tony to see red. And he sneaks past everybody without them seeing. Um, power comes back on. They run upstairs instantly, thinking, oh, he's definitely just snuck past us. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what he would do. Yeah. He's a paleontologist, after all. Just like a real puma. <laughs> Um, he gets up. He somehow gets to the roof and like smashes through the yeah. top of the house. <laughs> he goes into the attic and then smashes through the roof. Gets onto the roof. Can't get down. Vidinho standing at the bottom. <laughs> can't get down. It's like a kid who's climbed a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> now I'm high up. Vidinho, help me! And he's like, Tony. And then he throws throws him the belt. You see him just swinging the belt. <laughs> swinging the belt. I'm swinging the belt. Tells him to put the belt on and he's like, but I'll be killed. He tells him because he says to jump. He says it's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> yeah. He's like, put it on. He puts it on and he gets a costume change now, Ken. Mm. Uh, we're in the age of Marvel and superhero films. They're all the rage. What do you think to this costume? Well, it's, uh, Superman was 1978, wasn't it? So we're already two two years into the Superman craze. Yeah. And this uh, really does just build on that. It does. Doesn't it? He's got a cape that goes down to his his hip. Just, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a bit higher even, up. Yeah, I'm not sure it even reaches that far down, no, to be honest. It's, not, it's, it's like <laughs> middle of his back. Yeah. It just, just about clears his <laughs> shoulder blades, to be honest. <laughs> It's black with a red fucking yeah, it's in, yeah, it's like inlay. like a shawl, isn't it? Yeah. Like a fucking wizard, like a magician's cape. Uh, he's got a black t-shirt with a big emblem of the Puma Man. Yeah. He's wearing tan slacks. He's obviously his belt, but his, his t-shirt goes past the belt. <laughs> it's the belt and then t-shirt and then slacks. And then he's got some some tan moccasins on. Yeah. All that just by putting on a belt. Yeah. He looks fucking... Ridiculous. Like a geek, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, it looks bloody stupid. <laughs> but you can forget all about that because now he takes a leap of faith. Yeah. And he jumps. Yeah, because Vadinho says, jump now. And uh, he says, I'm not a bird. <laughs> and I think Vadinho yeah, says... I think, I think Jane says, and I can testify to that. <laughs> <laughs> Vadinho says, if you stay there, you're a dead duck. <laughs> Fly! Yeah, a couple of bird references there. Yeah, and uh, the henchmen make it to the roof just as he... Uh, I put takes off in, um, like, quotation marks. What are your thoughts on this what, this, bit? this This, this bit, flying no. bit, yeah. Uh, he looks like a fucking idiot, doesn't he? <laughs> An absolute bloody idiot. Yeah. He looks. Looks like he's drowning. <laughs> Yeah. That's what he looks like. Looks like he's kicking for his life in the water, but he's in midair. Yeah, because the the wire that they're using for him is obviously just around his waist, yeah. not like his top or his legs to keep them up. So he's flying with his ass in the air, pretty much. Yeah, at odd angles, and then the background is just scrolling green screen back or projection background, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, blending from day to night. Uh, at will. Yeah, whenever it feels like <laughs> he's, it. Yeah. He's flying sort of 90 degree angles at one point. <laughs> he's, 
Yeah, he's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's 29 minutes into the film, by the way. It's the first time you see him fly. I've written it down. I don't know why I wrote it down. but And then he never stops no, from no, here until the end of the film. He's just flying a lot. Uh, after his flight, he falls into the garden. Uh, we get some mystical shit with Vidinho. We head back to Pleasance. Quite right, too, as well. Yeah. Uh, Pleasance is literally there just to remind us that he wants him dead again. Uh, Jane looks on worried from the stairs. Back to Tony. You can't um, she's um, she's just now in a bra, isn't she? Since yeah, some sort of night. Yeah, yeah, and in a trance. Yeah, she's just there, just in a trance, whilst Donald Pleasant stares at her with his weird face. Yeah. Uh, back to Tony. <laughs> back to Tony. Um, Vadinho tells him that he can't escape his destiny. Um, can't escape Vadinho for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no chance of escaping his destiny. Yeah. He's basically teaching them how to fly at this point. Are they still in the garden of the embassy? Oh, <laughs> so all the bad guys are just like near them. No, they're just still on the roof going, what the? I don't know. Why? Why? Guy <laughs> flied like an absolute lunatic. <laughs> what a twat. <laughs> yeah, he's just telling him that it's the mind. The mind controls everything. It's basically what he's saying. He's saying, you don't fly, but the mind does. Yeah, whatever so, the fuck that means. Can, can you tell my mind just to think about flying a bit better then? Because it looked fucking stupid doing that. <laughs> Vidinha tells Tony that Cobras has made Jane a slave to him using the mask and that she will only be saved when Tony like gets the mask back off him. Yeah, I like as well that he says, so, so if I'm a superhero, uh, am I invincible? And he's like, no. Yeah. He says, all oh, right, so I can be shot. He's like, yep. Yeah. It's like a single bullet can kill me. And he's like, yes. He's like, oh, okay then. That's a bit shit, isn't it? When it comes to a superhero, you yeah. still like can just be killed. Just like a puma. <laughs> he doesn't hear that bit anyway, because he's burying his own shit in the garden. As, <laughs> as they do. <laughs> you ever found puma shit in your garden? No, because they buried it. Oh, good. I don't go digging for it, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of idiot. Some sort of total madman. <laughs> what are you doing with that shovel? I'm just looking if in case there's any puma shit underground. <laughs> um, a little flag in it. Same with a puma's face on it, so I know I can identify it afterwards. <laughs> no, anyway, no, I haven't. Cocktail umbrella. <laughs> Good question, though. Thank you. <laughs> I'm here to ask the hard questions. <laughs> and I'm here to answer them if I can. Uh, Tony decides his best idea is to follow the henchmen to find the mask. Yeah, how's he going to follow them? By flying, of course. <laughs> He's going to fly. Inconspicuously flying behind them. <laughs> Pleasant. <laughs> like, a, like a fish in distress. <laughs> in the air, the size of a man. What could be more inconspicuous than that? The movement of a fish. <laughs> more inconspicuous than that, then. Yeah. yeah. And a small cape. If uh, pumas could fly, I imagine they would look like this, though, to be fair. <laughs> it turns out... I bet they'd be scared shitless if they suddenly started floating about, wouldn't they, pumas? Imagine if it shit on you. Well, a little flag in it. <laughs> With that umbrella, it would softly fall to the ground. <laughs> I'd have time to move. It turns out Pleasant, so he, he already knew that he would follow them, and uh, he's, he's he's leading Tony into a trap. Yeah, it's, it's a double cross. It's brilliant. It's incredible foresight by uh, by Pleasance on this one. Incredible foreskin from Pleasance. <laughs> yeah, I think he made that in 1978, that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so Pleasance, they lead him into a, a building site and then they all open fire on him. And he's flying around, shooting up into the air, close-ups of his arms outstretched. <laughs> yes, they'll never catch him, he's so agile. <laughs> he grabs a thug and lifts him high into the air and threatens to drop him. He's going to go shoot him. He's like, you idiot, if you shoot me, what do you think will happen to you? Worse, I expect. <laughs> yeah, and Donald Pleasance actually calls them all idiots as well, doesn't he? Because they they, they just say, oh, we've lost him. And he, <laughs> he's going, you idiots! Yeah, but then he, he does. So he, he drops this guy because he refuses to tell him. Uh, then he says, no, no, I'll, I'll tell you. So he, he catches him again because he suddenly learned how to control his uh, flight, even though he looks fucking stupid while he's doing it. <laughs> uh, so he picks him up and he says, oh, it's it's a hideout. Uh, and he says, all right, where is it? He says, I don't know. So he drops him again. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, wait, I'll tell you. And he goes and catches him again. He's like, God, this is getting a bit fucking boring, isn't it? This you're just gonna keep doing this. You might as well just tell him. <laughs> He's gonna keep doing it every time you say, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it says that he doesn't know. He just knows it's a big mansion, but he doesn't know where it is because uh, nobody does. No. <laughs> so that's the end of that. No one who goes there ever remembers where it is. Yeah. That's a great idea. Pleasant is like, where the fuck are all the henchmen? <laughs> He's just on his own. He's sorted out for pizza. On his own. Like impossible. Kim Jong-un in uh, <laughs> Team America. <laughs> <laughs> just walking around. He's like, oh. He ends up hanging that guy like on a scaffold, like, like yeah, high just, in just the air. Just on a scaffolding pole, yeah. Hell. Yeah, he flies back to Vidinho. Vidinho says that he needs to learn new powers and uh, off they fuck. Yeah, he says, uh, well, it's in a big mansion, but nobody knows where it is. He says, well, you'll find it. He says, ah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the end of that bit. Anyway, Vidinho takes him to an abandoned warehouse on the beach. Yeah, um, quite right too. And the first thing Tony does is complain. Complains about where they are, where Vidinho sleeps, because on the floor. Yeah, he's, he's the fact that it's dirty. Yeah, it's not very clean, is it, you Aztec priest? Yeah. And Vidinho says, How one sleeps is not important. How one wakes up is important. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> not sure. Uh, I get rudely awoken. Everybody. By the dustman. <laughs> Park life. <laughs> yeah, that's how I get woken up. Uh, they kneel and pray to the puma. And then he stands up and walks through the wall. Yeah, it's because he's been told he's got a faith in his powers. So he just yeah, so he just gets up and walks through a wall. Yeah. Goes, yeah, yeah. That's what pumas do. <laughs> That's another thing they can do. Just phase through the wall. Yeah. He's in negative stock footage of London. Yeah, yeah, because he says, he says now you've got to find where it is. Yeah. So it's just like his superimposed like face and body floating about with some stock footage of London. Yeah, we see the big bull spaceship. He keeps asking, he's like Help me, Father. Help me, Vidinho. <laughs> He's just instantly fucked. Uh, Vidinho, help mama. me, anyone. Please help me. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> He's uh, brought back into the warehouse from by Vidinho and he thanks him. And um, he says that if he, if he says, I now know that if I want to project myself, I need to know exactly where I'm going or I'm going to be lost in the nothingness like a real puma. <laughs> Yeah, he says, well, you'll find a solution. 
And then, they, and then they both just look at each other while the music starts. And it's like they were going to suddenly break into song. <laughs> Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit frightened. That'd be brilliant. Puma man. <laughs> Every now and then I fall apart. Yeah. And I need you, Vardino. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Anyway, Tony. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, he just fucking teleports instead. Yeah. <laughs> Hit right into his mate's cab. Well, I like before that he says, um, okay, do we really need the mask? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you've not been listening to anything I've been saying for the last hour. He says, why can't the Puma gods just help us? And Dino's like, yes, we need the mask. They can't help us because they've lost their connection with man. Yes. Man is their own god. You must take your own destiny. Yeah, he said just time to concentrate and he'll find a way. And he and he does just pop into the cab of his cockney mate. Yeah, he goes, cool, blimey, governor. Yeah. Tony, to- oh, to- I didn't see you there. Yeah, I like how when he explains, like, he's the Puma Man now and stuff, he says, what was your name again? The Sandwich Man. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not the Sandwich Man, I'm a Puma. <laughs> I was like, rawr. Rawr. <laughs> Oh, that's a shame. I was looking forward to a nice sandwich. (laughs) Of course, Steve Gutenberg is the sandwich man. (laughs) The bologna sandwich at your service. Uh, I don't know what this guy's supposed to be doing, but he... No, I don't know. But what he does is he gives Tony a location device, which is basically a tracker. Yeah, he's like fucking Q from yeah. James Bond now. <laughs> but whilst he's driving around in a in camper a van, van yeah. that's supposed to be a fire engine. He's just got some tracking device. Even if he was a fireman, why has he got a tracking device? Why <laughs> is he tracking fires? He's tracking just att- tumors. <laughs> attaching a device to a flame to find out where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> he's a rubbish fireman. Anyway, yeah, he's got a tracking device and he gives it to Tony. So there you go. There you go, buddy. Take it, take it. You do what you want with it. <laughs> yeah, the Puma man, he gets out the car. He's like, I'm going this, I'm going go this way. Goodbye, friend. Yeah, he just steps out of the moving vehicle. Quite well done, actually. <laughs> Considering how shit the rest of it is. Yeah, instantly underneath the, the back tyres. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the Cockney, because he's busy like, oh, what the, what, 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 what? Yeah, cool, blimey, he's talking about men from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, no. And crashes. Crashes his van. Tony looks around, laughs, gives him a, a thumbs up or something. Yeah, as this the, fucking just prick. Just been in a massive car accident. <laughs> just ruined his mate's livelihood. <laughs> so Nick took location device off him. Yeah, and uh, not giving him a sandwich. Yeah, and, and smiles and laughs. So he does leave a puma though, which is why he crashed the car. <laughs> <laughs> he was savagely attacked by a wild cat. <laughs> That'd be great if he could just hide pumas and things. Like there's just a tiny parcel <laughs> that like opens in a fucking puma jump jump jumps out. Like a laundry uh, buggy in a hospital room. Ah, yes. <laughs> just as <laughs> like a doctor. Samurai cop. <laughs> A puma in a doctor's outfit. <laughs> and a samurai sword. Nobody expects that. Nobody, not no one. Dr. Puma? <laughs> anyway, Tony, he gets a headache again, so he knows something's going on when he gets back to the warehouse. And all you hear is, Tony, don't come in here. <laughs> so Vadini's having a wife. Yeah. <laughs> Up to no good. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, come on, priest has got to get it somewhere. <laughs> he's being held captive in a tiny net. <laughs> yeah, he's being beaten by men with sticks. One of the guys with the sticks hits him right in the fucking face. Yeah, Did really, you know it does that? actually? It looks like quite a nasty beating. Yeah. To be it's like real sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Puma Man, he, he sorts them out. He f- goes flying in, he running through walls and ridiculous shit like that. Yeah. Throws a Puma at one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a modern amazing fucking yeah, that, superpower that would have been. <laughs> yeah, you can generate Pumas, but it can also throw them. <laughs> Fire Pumas at you. He helps Vadinho up, but we got more thugs that turn up and start blindly firing at them. They pull up in the cars. Yeah, he does a bit more flying. Yeah. Uh, he flips a car over with super puman puma strength. Puman <laughs> pubic, <laughs> pubic strength. Yeah, <laughs> flips it over. They all schlong along. <laughs> he actually uh, rips open the roof of one of the Beatles at one that's, point. That's because um, that's his name, Firmino. <laughs> yeah, Vidinho. <laughs> Vidinho shouts, "Your hands are claws!" Like that, like he's just making it up. As yeah. he goes along, yeah. he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah." So he can. He can also now rip car roofs off. You know, like pumas can. Yeah. Yeah, they can just like smash through metal. <laughs> yeah. yeah he does anyway. He tears off the car roof. Uh, drops a puma in there and off he goes. Just <laughs> fucking just mauls the people <laughs> in the car. Laughing his head off. Yeah. I don't know what keeps happening to them after they've done their what their, jo- their job is. Just the loose pumas. in London. <laughs> got seven of them so far. American puma in London. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Part three. Uh, manages to get Vidinho out of there anyway. He wants to take him to the hospital because he's been beaten, but Vidinho says that no, the gods will help him. And we get some like... He also offers uh, three three reasons uh, that he shouldn't involve the uh, doctors. One, they ask questions. True. Two, they'll involve the police. True. And three, they'll never believe us. like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's probably also true. So, you know, he, he knows. He may be a, an Aztec priest from the, wherever. The future, the past, from forever. But at least he knows that uh, that's what happens. Why wouldn't they the believe a fucking Mexican <laughs> yeah, Aztec you, priest? Especially um, especially if you bring Tony in his fancy belt. <laughs> yeah. like, and his actually, little cape. Actually, no, it does look true. Oh, you're here to entertain the kids. <laughs> Stop throwing pumas out. <laughs> Spewing pumas. <laughs> it was a bad name for a while, wasn't it? That. <laughs> yeah, very niche. <laughs> it's one that was in our hair metal days, like Motley Crue, <laughs> but more pumerish. Yeah, but more pumas than they ever had. Yeah, he has this like weird makeup effect now, where he prays and then like it's like I think he's rubbing some um, some like ladies' underpants on his face, isn't he? <laughs> and uh, they heal him. Yeah, the power of pants. Yeah, well, we've all tried it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it used to get me through. Yeah, and they just like disappear off his face, but he's not quite in line with where he was before they they pause the camera. <laughs> so like when it like goes from his lip, it all his heads in a different position. Anyway, yeah, his wounds are fine now. Uh, thankfully, that's impressed Tony. He says, "Okay, then I am impressed." So, you know, that's all all worthwhile. And he gets an idea from this. And he pops into Jane's car. Yes. Yeah. First of all, he says, so So if if Donald Pleasance is using mind control, hmm. And then I think, I don't know who it is that says this. I think it's Tony that says it. He says, there's more than one way for a cat to skin a... Oh, 
Forget it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he fucks it off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether he was supposed to or whether they just left it in or, you know, whatever. But, yeah, he does. It's a ridiculous phrase. Yeah. He appears in Jane's car and he asks her where the mask is. Yeah, no, why is nobody surprised when he suddenly just is there in their car? How come everyone's just like, hello? I was more surprised by what she's wearing. What the hell is that? She's wearing some sort of leatherette-like bonnet. Yeah, because it's Donald Pleasant's. That's the way he runs that mansion. Does he wear one leather. of those? Yeah, it's just leather, non-stop leather. <laughs> the leather skull cap. <laughs> he's got to make something out of all the animal pelts that he's got, hasn't he? <laughs> from, from all those horns he's got in the bloody room. She says she'd like to tell him, but she can't because she's programmed not to. Mm-hmm. She's conditioned to keep it a secret. She actually says this to Tony. I said, well, why can't you try? Can't you at least try? <laughs> Come on now. Stop shaking her. She says that she can't and the goons turn up. Uh, Tony puts the tracker in the bottom of Jane's car there and they, they run her off the road. Yeah, she, he, he fucks off and she gets driven off the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they look in the car and he's gone. Like a magic. Like a real puma. <laughs> like a real vanishing puma. And there's a great shot of Pleasance on the phone to Jane now. <laughs> yeah, he's in the dark now with, with some heads. Mm. <laughs> some glowing heads. All these heads with little wires stuck in them. <laughs> we still don't know what that's about. No. Uh, one's supposed to look like Jane. It looks no, nightmare-inducing. It, no, it looks terrifying version of him, doesn't it? And he uses the mask to try and control her even more when she refuses to tell him why Tony was in the car. Mm-hmm. So he tells her to come to him. Come to me. Yes. Love is only an illusion, is what he says. Why do you resist me, Jane? You've fallen in love. And you believe this love will free you. But love is only an illusion. Listen to me, Jane. Jane, only you can cure this pain. This suffering in your mind, I will help you. We'll talk together. Come to me. You will feel better. Your mind will be as it was before. He then speaks to her father's head, telling him to get together all the other members of the International Security Services Commission. Yeah, it's a good name, isn't it? Yeah, catchy. He wants uh, them at his place as well. So there's a party at Cobra's house. Oh, yeah. If you can find it. <laughs> Which none of them can. <laughs> so it doesn't happen and he's on his own. <laughs> crying into his birthday cake. Into his leatherette faux vest. <laughs> uh, Jane, she does get there, followed by Tony and Vidinha are in the bushes high-fiving each other. Yeah, it's very clever, you see. They've, they've used the tracking device. Isn't that intelligent of them? Y- yes, well done to them. Rest of the guest turns up. There's guys in military uniforms that salute as they come in, yeah, which they I don't all, think yeah, they, they all do. They salute Donald Pleasance. Yeah. What do you think? Why are you saluting him? Yeah, which they, I was going to say, they don't do that in real life. They don't just salute everyone they fucking see. <laughs> 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 don't salute a little fucking egghead in a leather fucking tuxedo. <laughs> if it's his house, I suppose. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they only salute other fucking military Mil- yeah, men. Yeah, it is, it is military, yeah. Fucking just salutes the fucking milkman as they. T- <laughs> <laughs> oh, aye, aye, Captain. 
<laughs> He's got a little hat on, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> they don't recognise all military, do they? They think it's a hat. It hey, must be. That's another superhero, Milkman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He shoots milk out of his dick. <laughs> Hang on a minute. This is the, we've got a pitch to do. <laughs> Yep, he's in. He welcomes them and he says that he's leaving instantly to allow them to uh, have their meeting or whatever, or their decision on whatever he's been speaking to them about. Yeah, it's a bit vague, isn't it, really? Why he's really actually called them there at all. Yeah, Jane's there now. She's in one of the leather onesies. Just got up, changed, put a bit of talc on. Back she's down there. Yeah, Pleasance is using the mask in his little layer there to manipulate his guest's mind through the mirror. Of the, there's a big mirror in the room and his mask is positioned behind it and he's yes, trying to... it's very, very clever. It is. It's too clever. Yeah, the, the meeting apparently is about the meeting. This is this is the one I was talking about earlier. They've, they, they're having a meeting discussing, should we have the meeting here? This is, well, yes, we're all here. This is, yes, we are. Let's have that meeting then, shall we? Yes. I don't see why we shouldn't have the meeting now that we're all here for the meeting. Yes. And other nonsense that doesn't actually mean anything. They don't actually discuss a damn thing. The dad then tells them all to go home at the end of the meeting, doesn't he? He just stands up and says, well, that's enough yeah, now. He's like, right, well, uh, I think we can conclude this meeting right now. <laughs> <laughs> if everyone's, uh, everyone's in agreement. And uh, yeah, Puma Man's still wandering about the place. Yeah. Cobra says to uh, Jane that he wants to control the world and bring a new order to decide life and death. Why is this always the plot? What's the point of, of controlling I don't, I the world? Don't know. I don't know. How much bloody hassle would that be? Stress involved in all this business where yeah. you control everything in the world. Yeah. You'd need a massive team. And if no one can even find your own house, exactly. Yeah, how are you going to control everything like that? Just one bloke. Yeah. What when he's asleep? Imagine how much leather they'd get through. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when he goes to bed? Who looks after everything then? Do we all have to sleep at the same time as Donald Pleasant? <laughs> <laughs> Just so nothing goes wrong. Yes. <laughs> what if he has a late night? We're all going to have the same haircut. <laughs> he's got a late night coming. You know, if he's there thinking, do you know what? I'm going to have another drink and he's stay and watch the end of this. Everyone's going to do that as well, have they? Yeah. Oh, man. It doesn't make any sense. Pleasant, you idiot. You ain't got a bloody clue <laughs> what you want, you people do you? out there have your world domination plans? You've got to think about the logistics of it, really, haven't you? Yeah, and what it actually means, if you could just have a massive global company and, and have a similar reach. Yeah, and just have people looking after it for you. You're going to do all this. You're going to hypnotise everybody and control their minds. Just just hypnotise Bezos to hand over his <laughs> business to you. There you go. You, earn, you fucking own Amazon then. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you got a shit ton of money. Do whatever you want with it. Sorted. There you go. I need to fucking kill everyone. <laughs> I need to go after a puma man. You're going to use a uh, golden mask and wibble vision, which is what I've written down <laughs> at this point, because the camera sort of wibbles in and out of focus. Plus, if they hadn't gone after him, try and killed him, he wouldn't have gone after them. He didn't even know he was the puma man. Well, the Vidinho did. Does he know? He'd have just told him he's puma man. He'd go, all right, nice one. But I've got no natural enemies, so I'll just have these powers and live on. I just want to control this one person. You need to hypnotise Bezos, and then you can have it back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Idiot. Anyway, where the fuck are we now? Uh, they all nod and leave the meeting. 
Yeah, he hypnotizes Jane. Um, Pleasance does. Tells her that she needs to kill Puma Man. Yes, it must be her that does it. He gives her a gun and she says that you need to use this on him. And Tony turns up, he gets he phases through the wall. And Jane goes to shoot him, but she can't because love conquers the spell. Yes, she fires wildly into the sky. Which could have killed him if he was flying overhead. Yeah, if it ricocheted. Mm-hmm. Tony launches at Cobras like a puma, but uh, he's got a force field. <laughs> he has, yeah, of course he has. And it appears and electrocutes him in some groundbreaking special effects. He says, you are no match for me and uh, Wibble. He says Wibble, no, like Jonathan the, Ross in Post Selector. It's the, uh, it's the vision. Oh, Wibble it's vision, yeah. W- wibble vision. It happens again. The camera just like... Yeah. He flies backwards and Cobras tells him that his powers are worn out. They're finished. You cannot escape me, Puma Man. You're just a small, insignificant human being. Uh, he tries using the mask on Tony now, and he ends up uh, running through the wall. But because his powers are fading, he only gets halfway and then smashes through the rest of it. Yeah, he just breaks through the wall. I, I just, just killed I just... him instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even get that his powers were fading. I thought he just smashed through a wall because no. he forgot he could transport through. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. He's trying to fly away, but Pleasance has his head on the table. <laughs> not not his own. <laughs> he's just face down on the table. He's got Tony's little wax head. <laughs> little rubber face Tony. Yeah. That's on the table now, and he says, I will destroy your powers. I will destroy your mind. Yeah, what we're supposed to see now is we're supposed to see his flying has become erratic. But (laughs) (laughs) considering how he looked earlier on, it's the same. Mm. It's just the background that's become erratic. Yeah. You can no longer jump into space because you are made of Earth, and to Earth you shall return, is what he says. Very clever. Tony falls on the side of a building. He's clawing at the bricks. Remember what Ken was saying about the claws? Yes, you have claws. So he's like taking brickwork off as he's like sliding down. Still rip your hands to pieces. Yeah. Tear your fingers off. He manages to hang on to a window ledge and Vidinho's there luckily to the rescue, running up a shitload of stairs. I bet he was knackered doing that scene. Yeah, especially with that head weighing him down. (laughs) And again, Vidinho makes the save for the 12th time in the film. Yep. Uh, we get to Pleasance. It's telling him to um, telling Tony to return to him, and Tony's screaming, trying to go back. And Vadinho's holding him down, telling him to resist. You must resist. And he, he says the words: "Each man is a god. Each man is free." They chant it together until Tony calms down. Yeah, that's what calms me down as well. Each man is a god. Each man is free. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Pleasance, he's, he's Pleasance is pleasantly surprised <laughs> at this resistance, even if he has taken away his power. So he tells his gimp to go looking for him in the local area and orders the Puma Man to kill himself. Yeah, I like that actually. I quite like that. He's got something like mind hypnosis and all that stuff. Yeah. And the idea is now, why don't you just kill yourself? Yeah. <laughs> it's easier, isn't it? I didn't think of that earlier. Yeah, uh, he turns into emo man now because he says, um, Vidinho tells him that he's a worthy man and he will be all right. And Tony replies, only if I lose a habit. And Vidinho says, what habit? Wanting to live. (laughs) (laughs) And then he tries jumping out the window. (laughs) 
He should know that's not going to help. It was how we discovered he was a puma, mate. He got thrown out of a window and he was okay. <laughs> Jumping out of a window is not going to make He's any lost difference. his powers, though. He didn't have any powers at the beginning, <laughs> yeah, though, did he? He was just a paleontologist being thrown out of a fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have any of these powers. He says, uh, he says, Vadinho, one, this is my epitaph. And this is great. If Shall we agree, Ken, that we should give this speech, whoever dies first out of the two of us, we give this speech at the funeral that Tony now <laughs> gives as his epitaph? <laughs> word for word, we'll say... He wasn't much in life as a man or a puma man, and now he's worth absolutely nothing. <laughs> I would imagine you get a round of applause for that, even in those harsh circumstances. <laughs> yeah. I think people would see through the, the pain and just think, that is beautiful. Now we'd like to invite Dominic Lawton up for a few words <laughs> about dear old Ken. He wasn't much in his life, either as a man or a puma man. And now he's worth absolutely nothing. Thank you. I think I'd probably sit up and salute you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be dressed in a leather fucking onesie, so... You better believe it. That's how I want to go. Uh, he starts punching... He punches Virginia in the face he trying does, to get yeah. out the window. He breaks his own hand. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a face like, you know, these um, stone statues on Easter Island. Yeah. That's what he looks like. He still manages to hold him back, though. Of course he Virginia. does. He's made of bloody solid rock. Yeah, he says you have to live for, for himself, for Jane, for everybody who wants to live free. And he tells him to go into a deep sleep like a puma, slow your heartbeat right down and appear dead to cobras. That's his like, you know how pumas do. Just... Yeah, yeah. What's, what's, fucking, what's the point of having that power? Apart from this exact scenario <laughs> yeah. now. You can slow your heartbeat down to appear dead. <laughs> for ten minutes as well. Not, not, not just briefly. For ten minutes, you can be dead. He's like, why? Yeah. Never mind that, just do it. Yeah. And it seems like Vidinho then stages him to look like he's fallen or something, because he's just yeah. like outside. On yeah, the... yeah, he just put, puts him on some rocks. Yeah. It? So it like he's, well, he, they knew he was falling because he lost his powers. So yeah. he's positioned him like he's fallen from a height. Yeah, and the, the gimp rings Cobras to tell him the good news because they turn up and see that he's dead. They look like they're about to shoot him in the fucking I, head. I actually wrote down, I said, the henchmen turn up and just shoot him just to make sure. Vadinia's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, watching like, from the thing like, like that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, but, uh, they do actually say, shall we shoot him in the head just to make sure? And he says, no, it yeah. must look like an accident. Yeah, but why? <laughs> like, for who? Why don't we just burn him? You've as been well? throwing people out of fucking buildings. <laughs> why don't we just burn him alive? Why don't we just take the body? Yeah. And then he doesn't have to look like an accident at all because yeah. no one will even know he's dead. Just throw him in the fucking ocean. What? You've been throwing people out of buildings whilst photographers have been taking pictures. Why the uh, fuck? In, in their defence, that wasn't uh, Donald Pleasance. Who that was that? Was Vidinho. What? Why would he be doing that? Because he's trying to find the camera no. man. That's, that's the point. No, it wasn't him. It was. <laughs> it's Vidinho. No. Just before that. Vidinho. <laughs> okay, explain why Vidinho then picks Tony up and throws him out of a window. Because he knew he was the puma no, man. No, he didn't. He's been doing it all along. He's killed four already. He's a dangerous man. Oh, God. Fucking Steven Seagal. <laughs> it's Vidinho who's been killing everybody. Oh. God. It fucking is. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> anyway, 
It if, seems if like- you're out there, listeners, and you've seen this, who's killing these four people? Who was it? But just before they all get killed, he says, go out and kill anyone that could be a Puma man. No, he no it's not him. It's Vidinho. Just watches as dead. Oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> on right? to the next one. Yeah, ticks him off the list. <laughs> he's a mystic priest. He would have been told who was Puma man instantly. <laughs> no, he's he going to find fucking him. Dad. He's, he's got the criteria. And he's just got to go and find he's it. He's got a picture of the dad. <laughs> He knew who the dad was. <laughs> I'm not having that. <laughs> oh, it's him that's doing it. Anyone who's seen it, come on, let me know. Let me know if I'm right or you. I've, I've thought it was him all along. Cobra says, uh, yeah, make it look like an accident. And the gimp replies, you couldn't find a corpse more dead than this one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And then you get a bit of tension here because there's a bug that's crawling on uh, Tony's face. As uh, the the goons are just all standing staring at him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a long bit, isn't it? It's a long long scene now. The gimp tries to like leave like twice, and both times just stops and like looks at him, and he like because he keeps fucking moving. That's why. Even even when the bug's not on his face, he's just like pick a bloody (laughs) bull. Yeah, he keeps like little. Yeah, his eyes are moving and stuff. Aren't they? Ten minutes. He's supposed to be dead for ten minutes. Why did he go dead like seven minutes before they turned (laughs) up? (laughs) Why didn't they just do it as they arrived? <laughs> then he's got 10 minutes. They're not going to stare at him for 10 minutes, are they? It looked like a, that was a real bug, obviously. It looked like it was about crawling his ear yeah, at one point. Yeah, it did look quite horrible. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. They, they they do drive off and Vadinho says, well done. They think you're dead. You can run away now. And uh, Tony says, but what about the mask? Vadinho sort of smiles. I love how happy he looks telling yeah. him that... You are only a man now. You cannot do it. It's just saying, like, you're fucking... You were shit when you were a Puma man. Never mind. Yeah, now you're not even that. Now you are worth nothing. You're quite right. Um, he follows Vadinho back inside, and he's whining about not being able to help him and Jane or stop Cobras or whatever. And it looks like Vadinho's got himself a suicide vest. He has, yeah. Yeah, he's going to become a suicide bomber for the Aztec cause. He's got a, like, sticks of dynamite all, like, around his chest. Yeah, it looks pretty poor, doesn't it? Yeah. This also looks like it's like a school project. Yeah, it's also... A very, very ill-advised school project, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't suggest you make that for your kids and send them to school. Looks like beef jerky attached around him. And he says that as the high priest, he must sacrifice himself to try and save the world. Well, that seems fair enough. And Tony says, I'm going with you no matter what. You just try and stop me, mister. Yeah, so he does. He, he punches does. him in the face, <laughs> knocks him out clean. <laughs> he does. One hit, knocks him completely out. Of course he does. He's enormous. That can't be good for him to, you know, he spent 10 minutes dead and then he's just been knocked out by a fucking Aztec priest. I feel more sorry for Vadinho. He spent all this time trying to find him and he's fucking useless. He's going to do it himself. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of that? Yeah, cut to the mansion and Vidinho's instantly captured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as soon as he arrives. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even make it inside. He's caught outside the gate. <laughs> He's walking up the drive. He's like, look at that fucking massive Aztec bloke there, look. <laughs> let's get him. That's Vidinho, isn't it? The one we beat up earlier. Shit, it is. Yeah, let's get him then. Yeah, instantly captured. He has to speak to Cobra so he'll detonate the bomb around his, his chest. Very clever. A Cobras does talk to him over the monitor, asking him what he wants. Yeah, he's and, hiding again, isn't he, behind the mask? Yeah, he wants the mask, and, and Cobras says, 
I'm sure we can reach some sort of agreement. Uh, tells him to lead him inside into the great hall, treat him like an honoured guest, and he'll speak to him there. Uh, he, he walks past, doesn't he? He walks past Jane. As he's been led past Jane, uh, Vidinho whispers so incredibly loudly, Tony's alive! Yeah. <laughs> Which nobody else hears. Yeah. And also, she's still under the control of Cobra, so... Yeah. Probably not the best idea to do. Well, you know, he's had worse. Uh, cut to Tony. He's tied up in the warehouse still. See you later, Tony. Back to Vidinho. Yeah, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the bombs strapped around him, and he's, he's, he's saying, each man is God, each man is free. Keeps repeating that because Cobra is trying to use the mask on him through the mirror. So, so last time we heard that, Tony died for 10 minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> no one any of that shit going on. We've got Wibble Cam on Vidinho. Yes, here he goes. <laughs> Means it's working, and he takes the bombs off. But as he does that, he punches the guards out. Quite right, yeah. And lights a stick of dynamite from behind his back or something and throws it through the glass at Cobras and just blows up his layer. Yeah, just explodes the mirror. Jane wakes up on the ground and her mannequin head's been destroyed in the blast. Yeah, all the heads are falling, aren't they? All yeah. the little, little rubber heads are falling and smashing. So she crawls over and she sees Tony's little, little, little head. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, little Tony. And uh, smashes it to pieces. Yeah. Which I thought would be great if he just died instantly elsewhere. Just in the warehouse, you're dead. Because she smashed his head to pieces. Like voodoo. Voodoo nonsense. Voodoo. Um, This gives him his powers back and he rips off the the ropes that was attached to him. And uh, it just just runs straight through the wall, doesn't it? Yeah. His head's towards them. Uh, Cobra, he wakes up, sees his men are double teaming Vidinho. Um, yeah, this is never nice to wake up to. <laughs> yeah. uh, Puma Man, he turns up, he makes it a tag team, and uh, they beat up some of the guards. Yeah, he seems to be trampolining about the place, doesn't he, at this point? Yeah. Puma Man. My next note is, it seems like the whole film, Vidinho has fought everyone whilst Puma Man flies around the place <laughs> doing fuck all. Yeah. And he does. He takes everybody on Vidinho and it seems to be winning. Yeah. And Puma Man's just flying around the yeah, place, going through like, walls. Just, just leaping about. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point in of any of it? Fucking tan slacks and his fucking little <laughs> and cape. And his half cape. Yeah. And his little fucking boots. What a dick. Anyway, Cobras, he's, uh, he's, he uses the master shield from Puma Man. Yeah. He's got a bloody force field again. And just. To get through the force field, all he does is disappear through the floor and raise up next to Cobra. Like, surely the force field goes underneath as well. <laughs> Doesn't just stop at the floor, surely. Of course it does. <laughs> That's how force fields work. Nobody expects the mole attack. Yeah. Yeah, appears next to Cobra and throws him away from the mask. And he tries using the mask himself, Tony, to uh, control Cobras, but yeah. he manages to escape through a trap door. Yeah, he tries to wibble Donald Pleasance himself. Who you do- can't wibble Pleasance. Who helps him <laughs> through that trap door? <laughs> it's, it's just a sudden... Just open. Yeah, it's just gone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how that activates. What happened to his gimp? Just got attacked by Cobras, I guess. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think Bruce Willis kills him. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Punches him out, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah I think so. And then we cue the bad guy helicopter escape bit. It's in all these great, like, mm-hmm. great action films, I say. But you know, yeah, hey. but this goes on for bloody ages, oh, doesn't it? This God. bit, yeah, yeah. Pleasance in a helicopter, um, which <laughs> sounds quite nice, doesn't it? I wouldn't mind experiencing a little bit of that. <laughs> One of our albums, easy listening. <laughs> yeah, you know, for when you're on a trip. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, at some points, because obviously it's uh, really, really poor, this. It's like green screen, it's just him floating about and waving his arms maniacally. At some points, he's bigger than the helicopter. Yes. It's just quite ridiculous. And then we see Pleasance, uh, he's, he's in there, and uh, eventually he he just sort of like scratches the bit of the helicopter off with his claw hands. Yeah, he breaks through the window, doesn't he? But like the actual like watching him flying around lasts for so long. It's such a dull moment. And, Considering uh, it's supposed to be like, this is it now, this is where we're going. Yeah, and we're, and we're cutting back to Pleasance all the time, just like looking around, like he's in the cockpit with a camera face onto him, and he's, he's just looking all around, following his movements. The, gu- the helicopter's got fucking gun turrets. Pleasance is shooting the fucking guns at him, trying to like kill him. And uh, Puma Man ends up just uh, like breaking off the window. And getting so into the helicopter. Honest, if you're firing bullets from a helicopter and it's not hitting your target, where are they going, those bullets? They've got to hit something. It's very dangerous. It is dangerous. Usually usually you get to see them and they're like attacking people either in the air and you get to see the trajectory of the bullets or on the ground and you get to see the bullet holes hitting the ground. But this, he's just firing wildly with the helicopter bullets yeah. into the sky. So who knows what else he's hitting. Maybe some of the pumas that he's been throwing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, kills all the pumas that are running wild in London. <laughs> yeah. Um, he breaks into the cockpit and they, they have a bit of a struggle here. Um, and it ends up with the, the helicopter lo- losing its... Uh, it's just sort of spinning out of control, doesn't it? Yeah, yes. He ends up spiralling into a, a, an electrical tower. Uh, the Puma Man escapes just in time, if you were worried. I, and I was. And the helicopter blows up with a cobra still inside it. You never see a, a an evil no or anything like that. No, it's or a, a shame that because that would have been brilliant. Or a scared look, or a scream, or anything. He's literally still just looking around as the helicopter just <laughs> fucking blows up. And so Cobra is dead. Uh, we move over to the final scene of the film. Vidinho. I would have actually thought, you know, with the 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 vest full of explosives, it would have mm. been better maybe for him to just put that in the helicopter and it blow up in midair rather than that little toy. No, then we wouldn't have got the uh, incredible flying special effects. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Plus then, that would have definitely been Vidinho would have saved everything on he his own. He should have, to be <laughs> honest. Maybe uh, Puma Man got knocked out by the, like, when he, he tried to open the door and opened it into his own face. Yeah. <laughs> knocked and himself then, out. And he also exploded in the blast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just the belt just floats, floats down to earth. Vidinho just shrugs his shoulders, picks the belt up and walks off. <laughs> yeah. Final scene of the film, Vidinho there, he's got his mask um, out in the desert doing some ceremony, the gold mask that um, Cobras had. Uh, Tony and Jane are there with him. They all kneel. Uh, the sky goes dark. We get the big space ball of god pumas. They it's turn like up. the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the mask is beamed up into the ship. Uh, Vidinia tells Tony that the puma gods are pleased with him. And he says, yeah, well, I'm not happy with them. <laughs> What's going on? What's going to happen with the mask? And uh, Vidinia's like... Doesn't fucking matter, Tony, all right? <laughs> Just fucking chill it. Yeah, pretty you, much. You were shit then, you're shit now, okay? Don't fucking matter. Leave it. They're taking it back to the temple in the Andes Mountains, of course. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what he said. And he's going with them. Tell me the truth, Vidinho. Are you one of them? Vidinho says, We all are a bit. If you want to see me again, when you are the father of a small puma man... Take him to the plateau. 
What the fuck was that? Has that been mentioned before? No. I will teach him the powers. Does he mean the garden <laughs> of the fucking museum? Yes. He gets a bit Hulk Hogan-y now. They both do, because they both say, goodbye, brother. Oh, I thought you meant he rips his shirt off and <laughs> suplexes Tony. <laughs> Big leg drop, takes the belt. Vidinha disappears up into the spaceship after a little wave back. Yeah, yeah, he waves and vanishes. And the Pumas leave in the spaceship. No one says hello or anything from the spaceship. <laughs> See ya. Uh, Tony asked Jane asked Jane to tell him if it was if it was a dream, and she says you can see for yourself if you jump. And they both uh, he grabs onto her and they both jump up it high into the air and they fly over the London town. There's some other sex joke from Tony that I couldn't really hear. Uh, I think uh, she says I've never seen anyone make love in the air. It's like, well, of course not. It's fucking ridiculous. Nobody has. Yeah, and then he, and he says, says, well, that's how you make little puma men. <laughs> Which would suggest that's how his parents had sex. Yeah. Dirty bastards. Yeah, that's why they crashed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're dead. <laughs> never seen anybody make love in the air. But that's how you make little puma men. <laughs> Right then, Ken, what you got for me? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, get in there quick. Um, it is not much, to be honest. Uh, the only notes I've written down during that conversation that we had was uh, <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> the milkman <laughs> <laughs> who fires milk from his dick. <laughs> I'm not sure. Not sure we could market that for the uh, cinema release. No, I don't think so. Could we have shoot some from his tits? No, because that's a woman, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, equality. We're in a different age now, aren't we? What? What about milk, shoots milk from his ass? Oh, Jesus! That was one of your <laughs> films. <laughs> Why don't we just do Puma Man Two and just fuck it off? <laughs> Well, okay. I guess I'll have to make Milkman a labour of love and produce it all on my own. <laughs> so That's a shame. Okay, no, it's all right. It's just put a, or lot, a remake. Put, put a lot of work into that. Do we remake it or do we sequel it? What, call it Milkman? Oh, no, sorry. No, that's my film. What, Puma Man 2? Nah, it's got to go remake. Remake? Yeah, no one's heard of Puma Man. No, let's remake it then. It needs a remake. It does. It needs updating. Right. Can Milkman be in it? Yes. Thank you. It would be the post-credits one that leads to the new franchise. Yeah. Yes. The, the, Puma un- the Puma-verse. Oh, yeah. I like it. I'm just writing the Puma-man down. I don't know why. I already know it, but uh, remake. Right. Who the fuck's playing the Puma-man? <laughs> um, what about uh, Toby Maguire? Yes. He looks like the Puma Man, doesn't he? I suppose he's been Spider-Man, but... Can we can we have him playing another superhero? Or does that contradict the rules? I don't, who makes the rules, anyway? Michael Serra. Oh, he's been in so many. Mm. What's the other one that looks a bit like him? He's in Zombieland. Jesse Eisenberg. That'll do. What about him? Can we, can we get him? Probably. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. He's in. Are we keeping the names? Is he called Tony? No, let's call him something else. 
He is called what's a, what's a name like Tony? But no, Gavin, Keith, Col- Keith, Colin, Colin's a good one. Yeah, Colin. They usually have like superheroes. Usually have like a name that's like Peter Parker. You know, like Pepper. Col- Colin Catacombs. Col- that's that's kind of cool. That that's kind of like he should be in a rock band. Colin Collins. Colin Cooper. Yes. Colin no Colin Cooper? Yeah, Colin Cooper. I don't know. We'll go with that. Colin Cooper. If you're out there and you're called Colin Cooper, uh permission please. Yeah. Thank you. AKA the Puma Man. <laughs> yeah, if you're out there and you're called Colin Cooper, aka the Puma Man. <laughs> yeah, permission please. Yep. Danny Trejo was the Aztec priest. Well, of course. Yeah, he's got to be in it, hasn't he? <laughs> Danny Trejo as Vadinho. It would be uh, remiss of us not to offer him that role. Yeah. And he'll accept it. He loves that sort of shit, doesn't he? Yeah, and then we need someone to play uh, the female love interest, uh, Jane. Cameron Diaz. She was in the recent one, and I think she's retired from acting. She only repl- she only decided to be in um, the. Well, do you be- not think this will tempt her back one more time? No, I don't think so. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, she'll do this shit. Jennifer Aniston as Jane, and then Cobras, right. the Donald Pleasance character. Yeah, this is the one we need. Devito. No. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Uh, maybe. What about um, Michael J. White, Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> yeah, what kind of Michael J. Fucking White. He's only behind a mask the whole fucking film. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Fuck it, is it? Yeah. Okay, Dan Aykroyd as Cobras. <laughs> Same fucking plot. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you'd like to update? Maybe. Nope. <laughs> what about the costume? Um, I think we should make it worse. Yes. No, Maybe. I don't think we can. I think we can. What about instead of tanned slacks, it's tanned like shorts? I think Jesse will be okay with that. Yeah, he'd be fine. Yeah, so we, okay, so we get him in. Can he wear a puma mask? I want, I want like a full face mask of a puma. I want it to be more puma based. What about like on the top of his head, like you know? Um... Yes, like Craven the Hunter. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly yes, like that. See, we're back in Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I used to read the comics. Okay, I didn't see the fucking films. I used to read the comics when they were good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like just on the top of his head, like he's a yeah, a... like it's eating him. Yeah, like he's appearing out of its mouth. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I like that I puma like that. on the top of his yeah. head, and then uh, also like attached to his arms. <laughs> Claws, uh, just the puma-like skin. <laughs> you know, like, it's like you mean, a, you mean like a like a like de- a, rug. a decorative rug? <laughs> yeah, down his arms that are in front of the hearth. Yeah, that's attached by like you know just tied to his arms, and then the um, cable ties. Yeah, and then it goes down his back for the cape, and the legs and the tail just dragging along the back there. <laughs> or maybe the legs can be attached to his the back of his legs. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I think he's attached to the front of his legs. <laughs> Round yeah. and down. Yeah. So he's got the claws on his toes as well. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 
That's the one. That's what he looks like. <laughs> Brilliant. I think he looks much more effective already. Yeah. So he doesn't flap this cape, obviously, because if it's attached to him, top and bottom. He's got a cape over that then as well. <laughs> of, of a puma. A picture of a, <laughs> a puma. smaller puma. A, a baby puma. <laughs> it's it's baby son. Yeah. Son of the puma man. Yeah. Worn as a cape. Little pumas can be the spin-off for kids. <laughs> It's just like loads of little kids. I like it. And uh, this this Puma Man then, oh, he is able to uh, throw Pumas. Yes. Real, he can generate Pumas at will yeah. and throw them. He leaves a scent, like a Puma. Mm-hmm. Of piss. Yeah, he pisses. It leaves the Puma scent. Is it a spray? Do yeah. we get to see him spray locations? Yes. <laughs> and henchmen. Yep. Okay, so is it the same plot then? He just wants to take over the world. Have we got a mask? Have we got that sort of thing? Are we updating it for the modern yeah, age? Dan Aykroyd. You need to update him a little bit. Maybe I think we should because, you know. Maybe give him like a helmet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's updated him perfectly. Yeah. You know, nothing else needed. He's got a helmet. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's helmet. <laughs> We saw them live, didn't yeah, we? I remember back, back in the early 90s. The Robin, <laughs> Wolverhampton. <laughs> so, Ackroyd's helmet, what, what does it look like? Um, Bulbous? Like, very much so, yes. Uh, does it look like he's got like a massive brain? Yeah, it's throbbing. Yeah. Dan Ackroyd's throbbing helmet. <laughs> is what the tagline on the front of the, <laughs> <laughs> the film will be. Yeah. Yeah, that'll get him in. <laughs> is that the other, the, the other tagline? Yeah, that'll be on the back of the, uh, the DVD. Does he look like the aliens from Mars Attacks? Uh, he can do, yeah. Oh, oh mind you, he's already done Coneheads, hasn't he? Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He's used to this sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, he knows all this sort of business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Why not? Let's have a let's have a throbbing helmet from Cobra. Should from... he should he be sort of snake like? A th- yeah, and he can throb like a cobra. Maybe he's maybe he doesn't have legs. He just has <laughs> just a tail. Just a tail. Yes, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's tail. Remember? Maybe he's in a wheelchair, <laughs> and then when uh, in the final fight, he takes and he reveals he's a snake. He snake reveals man. that he is in fact a cobra. Yeah, it's a real cobra <laughs> in a in a man suit. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big six foot cobra. Well, cobras, there's multiple, <laughs> there all controlling him. Oh, yes. This would be brilliant. What a, what a reveal that'll be at the end. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I like that. That's why well, that's the end of the film, so what happens in the meantime? He's working as a paleontologist in London. Uh, Eisenberg. Yeah. Yeah, not, not Dan Aykroyd, obviously. Absolutely not, no. He meets uh, Jane, who also works there. Yes. And they, they find on an arche- their archaeologists... Oh, so they're not paleontologists. No. Are they both? Can they be both? They're both, yes. Can they be both? She's, a, she's an archaeologist. He's a paleontologist. They therefore have to work together. Oldest story there is. Yeah. And they find the mask in a crypt. <laughs> a dark, desolate crypt. Like like uh, the exorcist. There's, there's a statue of a puma man. A zazoo. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Puma Man statue out, outside of it. Yeah, not like The Exorcist 2. I'm not fucking watching that again. No. <laughs> Three hours of nothing. And all the locals are like, hey! you know. <laughs> no, no, Satan <laughs> Yeah. Like that kind of thing, yeah. yeah. 
take it back to London for you know to have a little look at it. And uh, whilst he's like having a little fiddle with it, we are setting this in uh, in London. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got the right cast for it. Yeah. While he's having a little fiddle with it. <laughs> oh yeah. It electrocutes him when he pops off the back there. And that's how he gets the powers. There's none of this, my dad was a lawyer who died in a plane crash bullshit. Quite right, so. The power passes to him through... Um, through the alien tech. Through alien tech. Yeah. And he becomes the Puma Man that way. Is he always a Puma Man? Is he now always dressed like him? No. Okay. Can he like dress like him in a flash in an instant? Yeah, he spins around yeah. pirouettes. <laughs> for several minutes. Yes. <laughs> Whilst we slowly uh, like tool him up. When the mask is uncovered, this alerts Danny Trejo, who's in the Andes Mountains in a hut. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks out. Yeah, cooking some shrimp. <laughs> cooking some yak meat. <laughs> You're right, that's probably a lot Just easier to <laughs> yeah. Fucking mountains. It's a lot easier to harvest yeah. than shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Very unsuccessful shrimp uh, fisherman. <laughs> yeah. And so he, he heads to London and a lot of the film is just him on his journey. <laughs> is he walking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see him flying, just in his fucking, you know, priest outfit with a bit he's got a big headdress. Flying as in, like, just on a plane? On a plane, yeah, yeah coach. <laughs> okay, yeah. Obviously, Kronos hears about the discovery, so he wants that... Kronos, the master of time. Oh, shit. What the fuck's Cobras. he got? To, I was going to say, Jesus Christ, save something for the sequel. Yeah, Cobras, he's, uh, he hears about it, he wants it. So he turns to his, uh, his right-hand man, and he's got to be the muscle in this. Maybe this could be Michael J. White. You think? Yeah. Yeah, okay, he's in. Yeah, whatever, he's in. Michael J. White. What's his What's his character name? He plays Jiu-Jitsu Friday. Oh, yes. I think he'd do it on that name alone for a character. Yeah, and that's probably should be a standalone for him, really. But maybe we can have a spin-off of him in the 70s as a detective. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm thinking he's wearing leather. He's, he's like doing the, the throwback to the old school. What's, what sort of leather? We got le- leather leotard? Like a maybe like leather leather trousers. And that's it. <laughs> leather shoes. Oh yeah, okay. Um, leather gloves. Yeah. And a leather hat. Yes, and a tank top. Leather? Too much. Mm, okay, yeah, sorry. Just like a wife beater tank top. Leather gloves. What colour? White. White tank top. Everything else, black leather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, white leather. <laughs> Don't like the fucking Godfather from the wrestling. <laughs> well, pimping ain't easy. You and, know that. and he wears a trench coat, but he takes that off and he fights just in his tank top. At all times, he takes that off. <laughs> all the time. And he's Every time we see him, he's got it on and he immediately removes it. Yeah. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Every scene, as soon as the scene cuts to him, he's taking the fucking thing off. It gets in the way, doesn't it? Yeah. They send someone to the museum, like uh, they send Jiu-Jitsu Friday and his body, <laughs> and his bodyguards to not his bodyguards, his henchmen to the museum to re- retrieve He's the mask. A nameless body uh, henchman, yeah, yeah, no, not doing any of that. No, and um, they they end up uh, escaping with the mask. What's his name? Colin. Co- Colin. Colin and Jane. Colin and Jane. I like we've named everyone else the normal ones <laughs> except for Colin Cooper instead of Tony Farm or whatever his name is. Tony Farms. Tony Farms. 
Yeah, so Colin and Jane, um, Colin escapes with the mask, Jane gets caught. And uh, this is when um, Danny Trejo turns up. Yeah, what's he got to say? You are the Puma man. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. This is the whole montage of teaching him to fly and shit like a puma. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Shit like a puma. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Other than that, a song. (laughs) I think so, yeah. It's from Rocky, isn't it? Yeah, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff and be the best puma man you can be. He's hunting in the wilderness, eating animals. Yeah, burying his shit yeah. in my garden. In your garden for you to put a flag in it. Yeah. All that stuff. And uh, meanwhile, you know, he has to find out where the layer is. All the same stuff is, from Is there. anyone being thrown out of a building? No. Why? I'd like that to still happen, please. It was one of the highlights of my original film i guess uh they they do attack his the layer wouldn't wouldn't they they would attack the layer of of um of who Did van you, who, what's his name vidinho his little beach hut that is he's he, got what, in the andes no oh. in in london he set up base hasn't he in the <laughs> right, okay. in the beach hut and uh i tell you what he's got a he's got a, a roommate colin has some cockney geezer who drives a fucking fire truck Oh, yeah, you want to see my special fire truck, do you? And they go back to his house to try and find Colin. Michael J. White has a fight scene with him and throws him out the window. I tell you, we should put in there. Go on. The fucking little bollocks from Fatal Deviation. <laughs> Bennett. Jimmy Bennett. Little Jimmy Bennett. Yeah. He can do a Cockney accent, I'm sure. <laughs> what are you doing in here, little bollocks? <laughs> Oh, Corey, blame me, Governor. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, I think he's down with that. Jimmy Bennett, uh, roommate name of his name can be. Can't be a good name. We're not, we're not having Colin, Colin Cooper as the hero, and this guy with a better name. <laughs> he's, only oh, yeah, getting, point. he's only getting thrown out of a window. His name is uh, Jimmy Bennett, <laughs> as himself. He has a, but he gets to fight Michael fucking Jane White, so I'm sure he'd be fine with that. Oh, he'll definitely do it. Oh, yeah. If he's not dead. If he's not just, like, blown himself up somehow. <laughs> just roll the car, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's thrown out the window then. No, he's... Yeah. Oh, right. sorry. You meant the idea or the fact that the character... The fact it. that it's happening. So yes, there's right. your thing yeah. ticked off. I think Trejo gets a fight yeah. with he, someone. He gets a few Probably with Jay White, yeah. Ah, he's, that's the end fight. He gets the henchman. Yeah, and then yeah, he gets a Puma few Man gets well. Cobra, does he? Um... <laughs> Puma Man gets to fight Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, What's his plan then? What does he want it for? World domination again, I guess. No. Uh, to, a- Amazon. To, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. To, to take over a small uh, holiday resort <laughs> so he can just live his life in happiness and peace. Are we supposed to be not rooting for this man? I'm rooting for <laughs> oh, him right, already. Okay, sorry then. Um, yeah, so to kill all children. Oh, yeah, yeah he hates yeah, children because yeah, he's, he's a snake. Because he's, <laughs> he's a cobra. Because he's, he's three cobras. <laughs> he's many cobras. <laughs> yeah. Do you like, uh, have you seen The Nightmare what, Before Christmas? What do cobras not like? Um, um, oh, mongooses. Mere, oh, I was going to say meerkats, but yeah, yeah, well, yeah, same thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think the same thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. So kill all mongoose. <laughs> That's not much of a plan, to be honest. You'd no. probably not even notice that, would you? It's <laughs> until it was like finished. It's got to be world domination. Oh, okay, it's a bit cliche. We but do then get again. A... I mean, he's he's made up of several snakes, so that's not cliche. 
We do get a um, a fight scene with Jennifer Aniston and Puma Man because she's sent after him to kill him because oh, she's under okay. the spell. Okay, yeah. A little femme fatale. Maybe, maybe a big fight in the museum would be cool as well. And all the security guards, their mind is controlled by Dan Aykroyd and uh, they all attack Jesse and uh, and Trejo while they're in the, in the museum. Hmm. You know, just a load of extras in security guard suits and nightclubs and whatever. Not nightclubs. <laughs> Nightsticks. <laughs> <laughs> all dancing around. Yeah. Nightsticks, you know, you get all that shit. You know, and a, and a fight in a museum would be a pretty cool set piece, I think. I suppose, yeah, plenty of glass to smash, isn't there? Isn't there? Yeah, yeah do something that. on a on a T-Rex anus. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I don't know whether any have been preserved. <laughs> I'm, I'm no paleontologist. I don't know whether we've got a preserved T-Rex anus. Available to us. Paleontologists of the bad movie call. Is that do you do you or do you not? If you don't, then I guess we're gonna to have to use this the big skeleton there. Yeah. If you do though, how? How have you done that? Yeah. That's I don't want to know. Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> More the question. Why have you done that? Don't know. Jeffrey Dahmer used to. <laughs> yeah, his, his house was full of dinosaur anuses. <laughs> <laughs> that was the least weird thing. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you think? And then towards the end, I guess, uh, similar, he gets all the heads of, like, the military. I don't know what the fuck happened in the first one, to be honest. So we're going to have to remake that whole bit. I don't know who he gets to round his house. I don't know why they would even come, to the be president. honest. The president. The president comes to his house. Played by Bill Murray. No. Oh, you got on him. On this occasion, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, of course. President Carl Weathers yes. turns up. <laughs> yeah, and Dan Aykroyd hypnotizes Carl Weathers. Into falling in love with him. <laughs> By uh, swinging um, boxing gloves in front of his face. He's got the head of the army, head of the navy with him. Yeah. Can be wild, Dominic Lawton. Yes. As he's two. Yeah. Uh, head of the navy, uh, Dandy. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Dandy. <laughs> head of the army, it's uh, old Fine. It's the Johnny General. Fine. General Fine. General Johnny Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we turn up. We're all, we're all duped. By Dan Aykroyd's helmet. <laughs> this has happened many We've times. We've all been taken in by that helmet. Yes, we have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that bit. And then they have the big fight at the mansion house, which uh, they can't remember but do remember or whatever by following people. I like that. I like how vague you've put that. They can't remember, <laughs> but they do remember or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. in the film. Yeah, you know, I like that bit. Final fight is Trejo versus Michael J. White. That's a in the in the underground layer. We smash all the mannequin heads so that people can remember again. Yeah, fine, fine and dandy. They uh, they get President Carl Weathers out of there immediately. Yeah, in a chopper, we're gone. Well, he he did bring the chopper, but um, Cobras and Michael J. White escape in it. God damn it! Uh, Michael J. White does does win in the fight with Trejo right. and escapes. He's a he's a younger man, yeah. younger, stronger, faster. We get all that stuff with him losing his powers and stuff, and a Puma Man's kept behind, and he does the whole explosive vest. But this time, Puma Man flies up, puts the, and has a fight with Jay White in the helicopter while Cobras is flying. Cobras is flying his own helicopter. Are we doing that again? Yeah, <laughs> really, because I thought that was unlikely. Yeah. In the it would original. be massively unlikely. I thought it was unlikely that Donald Pleasance was also a trained helicopter pilot. <laughs> yeah, that's also <laughs> very good point, well made. But so, so Dan Aykroyd is a trained helicopter pilot, or has he got a pilot? 
He's got a pilot thinking about it. But we also need some unveiling of him being Cobras. <laughs> so how the fuck do we do that in a helicopter? Uh, when it explodes, just Cobras fly out <laughs> instead of Dan Aykroyd. Maybe forget the helicopter and... Uh, train. Helicopter train. <laughs> get on a train. <laughs> and Dan Aykroyd, the explosion from the blast because he does the thing through the window and his head sort of like half comes off and you see cobras are spilling out like, of him. Like in uh, Conan. Yes, exactly like yes. Conan, yeah. And loads of cobras, sp- and he just deflates and all the cobras spill out. Yes, go on then. We'll have that. And then um, Puma Man flamethrows him with his um, flamethrower breath like Pumas have. <laughs> We've not mentioned that before, but that's a great power. Should have used that earlier. To be yeah. honest, he could have done a, saved a lot of time. Yeah, and as uh, Jay White's about to kill Trejo, he throws a puma at him. <laughs> that kills uh, Michael J. White. Yeah, and he goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it just mauls him. Yeah. And then all that shit at the end where Trejo goes back to the Andes and takes the mask with him and... Um, it says, if you ever need me. I'll be about an hour and a half away. Yeah, not on a plane. Get on the the metro, metro yeah, style. You don't even need a plane if you're scared of flying. <laughs> yeah, ferry so, from Dover. <laughs> yeah. you just drive through. To be honest, the oh tunnel. yeah, the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. You can you can catch me anyway. Whatever way you want to travel, uh, I'll be available. Bye. <laughs> See you then. Bye. That's the end. They go up into the air and kiss. Talk about having sex. Who's this? Michael J. White. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Trejo and Jesse Eisenberg. No, All three of them. <laughs> An- Aniston and uh, Eisenberg. Yeah. Does he say, you're old enough to be my mum? And she goes, I am your mum. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then it ends. And then they just laugh. Yeah. And that's the end. Brilliant. <laughs> what a great twist at the end there. We've had Dan Aykroyd made of cobras, literally. And Jennifer Aniston is Jesse Eisenberg's mum. Nothing can prepare you for the twist. And nothing can prepare you for the end of this episode, but it's here. It's finished, bye. <laughs> thank you, as always, to my co-host, Mr. Kenby Wild. Well, thank you, and thank you. What did you think to this week's episode? Did you like Puma Man? Have you ever seen it? It's a, a mystery science theatre classic. We didn't really mention that at all, to be honest, but it is. That's because we're sick of advertising other people <laughs> that are better than us. <laughs> yeah. Also true, Ken well said. <laughs> now, where does this rank amongst superhero films? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this one of your favourites? Let us know. The email address, badmoviecourt.gmail.com. We're on literally any social media platform. Just search for The Bad Movie Court and you'll find us on there. We are total whores. Yeah. Uh, if you want to discuss this week's episode with other court members, you can. You just need to search for The Bad Movie Court podcast on Facebook. All links will be available in the show notes. If you'd like to support the podcast, it'd be a massive help if you can leave us a little uh, rating on the Apple Podcasts. It's a massive help. Gets us found by new listeners. You can also do the same on Spotify. Uh, You can also find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of films not covered on this podcast on our website at www.badmoviecult.com. Join us again. We'll be back with another movie review, deep dive and film pitch right here on the Bad Movie Cult podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye, Kenneth.
doing with that shovel? I'm just looking if in case there's any puma shit underground. <laughs>